0: Hello. (laughs) Sorry, can you hear the hoovering? No. Anyway, welcome back. I'm Grace. I'm Lydia. And that's Lydia. Um, If you didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, and as we are otherwise known, everything with the girls. Today we're going to be talking about Slenderman. Ooh. Spooky! If you haven't already done so, make sure you follow us on Instagram and listen to our other podcasts on Spotify. This month is Halloween month, and we have so far talked about the truth behind American Horror Story and witchcraft. So let's dive into episode three of Halloween.
1: I mean, I did. I do have to say I enjoyed editing last week's episode.
0: Did you? I mean, yeah, you would, because you're a witchcraft nerd. I mean,
1: when you say a nerd, it means I should know everything about it, and I really don't. We didn't even scratch the surface last week. I don't think. Someone said the but, other day on Instagram
0: that they read that the American Horror Story was their favorite one so far.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that was Stacy. I'm not sure. Hi, Stacy. Hi. Hey, which is weird because
0: I actually thought that was like the worst one we'd recorded because I just didn't think it made sense.
1: I know. I really liked it.
0: Not like bad, but like, but, I was like, oh, this
1: doesn't, doesn't make sense unless you've watched it. But I guess she's probably watched it. But then she hasn't watched it. So she was like, oh, it's made me want to go see it. Like, oh, then really? It yeah, yeah. Huh. So, so uh, another fan. We've, we've, we've got your mum and now we've got Stacey as fans. Two colours. <laughs> anyway, he um, just ignores I, me. I
0: just asked Sorry. Me.
1: Really? I just got excited by having another fan. Okay. <laughs> uh, my week's been Okay very tiring there's a lot of work on at the moment which is a good thing I suppose but I just kind of like sleep too and that's not (laughs) happening (laughs) honestly my brother started working with me in the office and I never realized I did it so much until he pointed out but I yawn so much honestly (laughs) like I was asleep by like 10 o'clock last night because I stopped texting you didn't I (laughs) i just dropped off the message because i just felt oh yeah I thought, you
0: like, did what did i I watched this film called kidnap which is amazing it's on netflix and i was messaging lydia like oh my god the car chase oh my god oh my god oh my god and then she just stopped texting me and i was like wow <laughs> i,
1: oh, I just can't list. stay i'm such a granny i can't stay awake but then so my alarm went off at, like, quarter past seven. That's a good, solid few hours, like, decent hour of sleep, right? I haven't been able to stay awake all day, like... Is it your day off? No. Oh,
0: I was going to say... I've
1: been at the desk, yawning all the whole time, and Josh was like, will you fucking stop yawning? I'm like, I can't help it, sorry. <laughs> can't help it.
0: <laughs> so today is my day off. God, In about You've been like working
1: all week as well, haven't you?
0: Forever. And I just read my, I, I've, I've actually been productive today. I've read my book. I actually think reading is a productive task, despite what, what others reading? may say. I'm reading The Institute by Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Because it's spooky season, so I picked a spooky book. Yeah. So I did that for a couple hours, got up. I had so many returns to do because obviously I buy things online and then I don't like the way they look when they get here. <laughs> So I returned a pair of jeans and a jacket, and then I also accidentally bought the wrong protein. I bought unflavoured. Ugh. Oh Who my the god! Fuck would ever that. drink unflavoured. So That's I tried to return that, and stuff? despite despite them making it as difficult as they possibly could for me. I have returned it, so we'll see if I actually get them.
1: I and hate do I return stuff like in the very last week of the month, like that it's due. Like, I know, but I some of them so are like
0: like that, like my protein. They only give you fourteen days, and I had to pay for the really? return because it's like a big bag of protein. It costs eight pounds to return it. I thought, fucking, hell, I'm only going to make ten pound back. So bad.
1: I've, I get my protein from bulk powders now. It's really good.
0: I'd have thought they um were with like Hermes or someone, but they weren't. um I was a bit surprised to be fair. But...
1: Oh, I've had them with Hermes before.
0: Yeah, but that you have doesn't. to return yourself. Have you you've probably never returned anything? No, either. It's if so I annoying because it, like, I I just <laughs> I just I didn't even think to click like vanilla flavour and then I bought it and I thought, oh fuck. Because I wanted yeah. vanilla. So but anyway, it is what it yeah. is.
1: Oh, sorry. See
0: is the yawn coming in now? There's a yawn already. Oh my gosh. There's a yawn sorry. already. Um dies. Then I went to the gym and then I had a shower and it's now 4.30pm and we're recording. That was an okay day
1: off. It's only been a week, but I really miss the gym.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I was you. like today, it felt like I didn't go Saturday and Sunday because I was working this weekend and usually they put you on really big shifts on the weekend and I thought, fuck it, yeah, I'm just not going to go, Like I'll have two rest days. And it was nice to go back even just today. Mm. I don't know what I'd do again if I had to have all that time off again.
1: Oh, it was just it was too much like I it really annoyed me cuz I start I started beating personal bests mm. like towards the last couple of weeks before they closed. And now who knows when they're going to open again? <laughs> and who knows what weights I'm going to be on lifting? Cause oh,
0: yeah, because Lydia is what? It. What are you like, tier two or tier three? What even? No, I don't even Mate, know. Mate, I'm tier
1: three. I was the first one down. Tier three. Mercy said.
0: She's on lockdown, but your gal down south is still free.
1: Yeah. For now. Bloody southerners.
0: Anyway, um, we don't want to talk about COVID. COVID I
1: don't want to talk about COVID. COVID.
0: I don't want to to talk
1: about it anymore. I'm tired. Bit of Moira Rose coming at you.
0: Right. So let's start. Come on. Let's do it.
1: Slenderman is a fictional supernatural character that originated as an internet meme created by Something Awful Forums, Eric Knudsen, also known as Victor Surge. Don't know which is actually his name or his online name. Whatever. Let's just go with it. Yeah. His online
0: name is Victor Surge.
1: Okay. So this was in 2009, and he is depicted as a thin, unnaturally tall humanoid with a featureless head and face wearing a black suit. At least he's smartly dressed, okay? You've got to show up for the job that you want.
0: (laughs) Not the job you have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I haven't heard that in years.
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) These things just pop into my head sometimes. I'm like, where did that come from? (laughs) Stories of the Slender Man commonly feature him stalking, abducting, and traumatising people, particularly children. We're we're good. We're in the adult stage now, Grace. You can't come and get us.
0: Um, I'm still scared of him.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's just leave it at that. (laughs) The Slenderman is not confined to a single narrative, but appears in many disparate works of fiction, typically composed online. The characters appeared in the video game Slender, The Eight Pages, and its successor, Slender, The Arrival, as well as inspiring Enderman in Minecraft. He also appeared in a film adaptation of Marble Hornets, where he was portrayed by Doug Jones, and the film Slender Man where he was portrayed by Javier But Butte. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I don't really know why I put that in because in the film Slenderman it you would never even know who portrayed him.
1: No, no. He
0: hasn't got a face. But
1: I think those video games, they're what they play in the movie Slenderman, isn't it?
0: Is it, yeah. That yeah. film shit, Slender Man
1: it was so bad god what an awful you were movie. like oh you were, I remember you were like oh i'm gonna wait until i'm with you to watch it and i'm like you really don't need to
0: <laughs> like it's yeah i didn't you weren't even paying attention to it and i was like what even is this film this film is shit <laughs> god.
1: it's got um joey king in it hasn't it's it it's
0: so sad as well because it's one of those films it could be like scream like it has potential yeah. the whole yeah. concept of slender man is like so it could be so scary <gasps>
1: Did you see Did I see that text I sent that they're yeah. bringing out a scream. I'm
0: so excited. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've ever watched any of them.
1: <gasps> we need to have a marathon. And again,
0: I would do it's, that. it's a
1: jump scare thing. It's really not.
0: I would do. No, I would do that.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Okay, so at the beginning of 2014, a moral panic occurred over The Slender Man after readers of his fiction were connected to several violent acts, particularly a near-fatal stabbing of a 12-year-old girl in Waukesha, Wisconsin.
0: So let's talk about the origins of Slenderman.
1: I feel like he was around longer than
0: 2009. No. No? That's 11 years ago. It's a long time ago.
1: That's true. To so be fair, I only heard about him since in first year, when Mark went as yeah. him for Halloween. And, and that I was like, what, it was. What,
0: what year was that? Like
1: 2014?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the Slenderman was created in... Um, on June 10th, 2009, on a thread in the Something Awful Internet Forum. The thread was a Photoshop contest in which the users were challenged to create paranormal images. So Something Awful is kind of the same as, like, Reddit. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Kind of the similar thing. It's like an internet forum where people post stuff and it's creepy
1: stuff. A bit like Tumblr, like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Forum poster Eric Knudsen, under the pseudonym Victor Serge, contributed two black and white images of groups of children to which he added a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit. Although previous entries had consisted solely of photographs, Serge supplemented his submission with snatches of text, supposedly from witnesses, describing the abductions of the groups of children and giving the character the name, The Slender Man. The quote under the first photograph read, We didn't want to go, we didn't want to kill them, but its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. The quote under the second photograph read, One of the two recovered photographs from the Stirling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformity cited as film defects by officials, fire at the library occurred one week later, actual photograph confiscated as evidence. These additions effectively transformed the photographs into work a work of fiction. Subsequent posters expanded upon the character, adding their own visual or textual contributions. So, let's just make it clear now. He, Slender Man was made up yep. by someone on the shot. internet, and he uploaded yep. these photos that he made himself, and he put little fake quotes underneath them to make them seem realer. But yeah. it's all made up.
1: It's just, it's become an urban legend now, hasn't it? So as much as you know it's not real, people are still going to be like, oh, let's still be wary, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about that later, how it's kind of like a modern-day urban legend.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Nudson was inspired to create Slender Man primarily by Zach Parsons' That Insidious Beast, Stephen King's The Mist, Reports of Shadow People, Mothman, and The Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Other inspirations for the character were the tall man from the 1979 film Phantasm, H.P. Lovecraft, the surrealist work of William S. Burroughs, and the survival horror video game Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Knudsen's intention was to formulate something whose motivations can barely be comprehended, and which caused unease and terror in a general population. Other pre-existing fictional or legendary creatures which are similar to The Slender Include the gentlemen, black-suited, pale, bald demons from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode Hush. Men in black, many accounts of which grant them an uncanny appearance with their unnatural walk or oriental features. And the question, a DC Comics superhero with a blank face whose secret identity is Victor Sage, a similar name to Nudson's alias, Victor Sage.
1: Coincidence? In- I think, uh, yeah, yeah. No?
0: Coincident, interesting, very, very interesting,
1: <laughs> very, very interesting.
0: <laughs> In her book *Folklore, Horror Stories, and the Slender Man: the, de- the Development of an Internet Mythology*, Professor Shira Chess of the University of Georgia connected the Slender Man to ancient folklore about fairies. Like fairies, the Slender Man is otherworldly, with motives that are often difficult to grasp. Like fairies. His appearance is vague, and often shifts to reflect what the viewer wants or fears to see. And, like fairies, the slender man calls the woods and wild places his home and he kidnaps children. I mean I don't know I don't know of any fairies kidnapping children, but
1: Oh, fairies aren't very nice. What? Fairies mean. are mean? No, yeah, they're mean. Oh, okay. Like in like old folklore.
0: But can we also talk about her her book? Folklore, Horror Stories, and The Slender Man, The Development of an Internet <laughs> Mythology. What a fucking wicked book. Imagine <laughs> writing that.
1: I can imagine that being someone's like, uh, dissertation. Do you know what I yeah. mean?
0: For my PhD paper, I've talked yeah. about The Slender Man, a totally made-up thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be <laughs> about that. But. Anyway, yeah. So that's The Origin of Slender Man. He was created online. He's not real. And... Because he's made online, you like can kind of, rep- you can make your own representation and stuff about him.
1: This is, like, the early stages of things going viral on the internet.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Do not think.
0: And in 2009, like, the internet's still pretty new, isn't it?
1: Yeah, in the way that we use it, like, for social interaction, yeah. definitely, yeah. So you've still, you've still got, like, MySpace and stuff. Like, Facebook was just starting to come in, wasn't it? It was for my yeah, age yeah, group yeah. anyway, like... I know, like, uni students already had it all by then, but, like, for, like, high school and a but like, lower, that's when it started coming in. So the Slender Man soon went viral, spawning numerous works of fan art, cosplay, and online fiction known as Creepypasta. I mean, where, where does that come from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which are horror stories told in short snatches of easily copyable text that spread from site to site. Divorced from its original creator, the Slender Man became the subject of myriad stories and multiple authors within the overarching mythos. Poor guy didn't even get credit in the end. Like
0: I know. And that's contest? When I was looking at it, like he didn't even like he doesn't I don't think he even owns the copyright to it. Really? Which is weird, isn't it?
1: That's so annoying. Yeah. I don't know. So many aspects of the Slenderman mythos First appeared in the original Something Awful thread. One of the earliest editions was added to the forum by a user named Thorough Up. Let's go with that, yeah. (laughs) Who created a folklore story set in the 16th century Germany involving characters called Der Grossmann, which was implied to be the early reference to the Slender Man. The first video series of The Slender Man evolved from a post on Something Awful thread by user Cigars. It tells of a fictional film school friend named Alex Crawley, who had stumbled upon something troubling while shooting his first feature-length project, Marble Hornets. The video series, published in found footage style on YouTube, forms an alternate reality game, describing the film as fictional experiences with The Slenderman. The ARG also incorporates a Twitter feed and an alternate YouTube channel created by the user named To the Ark. As of 2013, Marble Hornets had over 250,000 subscribers, influencer, <laughs> and <laughs> around the world, and had received 55 million views. Like that went fucking viral, mate. Like yeah. Other Slenderman-themed YouTube serials followed, including everyman hybrid and tribe 12 in 2012 the slender man was adapted to a video game entitled slender the eight pages within the first month of release the game was downloaded over two million times several popular variants of the game followed including slender shadow Slenderman for ios <laughs> which began the se- <laughs> which became the second most popular app downloaded the sequel, Slenderman: The Arrival, was released in 2013, and several in- independent films about Slenderman have been released or are in development, including Entity and Slenderman, released free online after a $10,000 Kickstarter campaign. Interesting. So he's so this very is like, He's gone really Interested in this? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? You can just create something about like that online, and it. Goes viral. People are so obsessed with like dark and the macabre and yeah. like
1: spooky stuff, aren't they? It's escapism, isn't it? Yeah. Like. Because
0: the Sandman's fictional mythology has evolved without an official canon for reference, his appearance, motives, habits, and abilities are not fixed but change depending on the storyteller. He is most commonly described as very tall and thin, with unnaturally long tentacle-like arms, or just tentacles which he can extend as far as he wants to intimidate or capture prey. In most stories, his face is white and featureless, but occasionally his face appears differently to anyone who sees it. He appears to be wearing a dark suit and tie. The Slender Man is often associated with the forest and or abandoned locations and has the ability to teleport. I didn't know that, but apparently he can teleport.
1: Oh, yeah. I Well, I knew it from the film, but, like, whether, whether that was, like, part of the story, I didn't know, or just part of the film.
0: Proximity to the Slender Man is often said to trigger a slender sickness, which is described as a rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accompanied by nosebleeds.
1: I get nosebleeds. Oh, so do I. I get nosebleeds in my sleep sometimes. Yeah, me too. I fucking scary, I that. And then you yeah. wake
0: up and you're like, great.
1: It's either all over your pillow or you can just taste blood. Like. Yeah, and you're
0: like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, am I dying?
0: <laughs> Early stories featured him targeting children or young adults. Some featured young adults driven insane or to act on his behalf, while others did not, and others claim that investigating the Slender Man will draw his attention. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we are screwed. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so is everyone listening, though, because... That's true. You're listening, so you're part of this hey, now. We're just
1: creating clickbait for Slenderman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the web series Marble Hornets established the idea of proxies humans who fall under Slenderman's influence. Though initially they were simply violently insane rather than puppets of the Slenderman. Marble Hornets also introduced the idea that the Slender Man could interfere with video and audio recordings, as well as the Slender Man symbol, which became a common trope of Slender fiction. And it's kind of like like a, just a circle with a cross inside it. Mm, so yeah. it's kind of like the way you identify like the Zodiac Killer, for example. I was just thinking the Zodiac the symbol. Book, yeah. yeah. Graphic violence and body horror are uncommon in the Slender Man mythos, with many narratives choosing to leave the fate of his victims unknown. Shira Chess notes that, quote, Sorry, it
1: is- I had a hiccup. <laughs> I tried to keep it in for as long as I could. I was like... <laughs> really? Oh, that was, like, so painful to hold in.
0: <laughs> Shira Chess notes that, quote, It is important to note that few of the retellings identify exactly what kind of monster the Slender Man might be and what his specific intentions are. These points all remain mysteriously and usefully vague. So, basically... It is fake. <laughs> it's not, yeah.
1: I mean... <laughs> it's fake, but
0: it kind of keeps the mystery alive. And it gives you the opportunity to create your own story and your own understanding of Slenderman. Yeah. because you don't know really what happens to these victims. And...
1: Media scholar and folklorist Andrew Peck attributes the success of Slenderman to its highly collaborative nature. Because the character and its motives are shrouded in mystery, the users can easily adapt existing Slenderman tropes and imagery to create new stories. This ability for users to tap into ideas of others while also supplying their own helped inspire the collaborative nature that arose surrounding the Slenderman. Instead of privileging the choices of certain creators as canonical, this collaborative culture informally locates ownership of the creature across the community. In these respects, Man is similar to campfire stories or urban legends, and the character's success comes from enabling both social interaction and personal acts of creative expression. So is it a good thing then? Uh
0: depends how you look at it. Yeah. There's not one story about
1: him. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Although nearly all users understand that the Slender Man is not real, they suspend that belief in order to become more engrossed when telling and listening to stories. This adds a sense of authenticity to Slender Man legend performances and blurs the lines between legend and reality, keeping the creature as an object of legend. I said legend a lot in that sentence. You <laughs> It's like every other word is legend <laughs> the ambiguity has led to some confusion over the character's origin and purpose only five months after his creation george Noor- nori's coast to coast am a radio sh- call-in show devoted to paranormal and conspiracy theories maybe we should tune into that began receiving c- calls asking about the slender man Two years later, the, an article in the Minneapolis Star Tribune described his origins as difficult to pinpoint. Eric Knudsen has commented that many people, despite understanding that the Slender Man was created on something awful forums, still entertain the possibility that he might be real. So he's like, come on, guys, you know where he originated. Stop being fucking idiots. Like, That's for
0: like me. Whenever I read something on Reddit, I automatically assume that it's truth.
1: Shira Chess describes The Slender Man as a metaphor for helplessness, power differentials, and anonymous forces. Pexies, parallels between The Slender Man and common anxieties about the digital age, such as feelings of constant connectedness and unknown third-party observations. Similarly, similarly, Ty Van Horn, a writer for The Elm, has suggested that The Slender Man represents modern fear in of the unknown. In an age flooded with information, people have become so unaccustomed to ignorance that they now fear what they cannot understand. Troy Wagner, the creator of Marble Hornets, ascribes the terror of Slenderman to its malleability. People can shape it into whatever frightens them most. Tina Marie Boyer noted that the Slenderman is a prohibitive monster but the cultural boundaries he guards are not clear. Victims do not know when they have violated or crossed them. Dun, dun, dun. That's
0: that. I think the bit where he's talking, where you said about um, that, he, that it's like the anxieties of the digital age and being constantly connectedness, because it tends yeah. like connect you. Like, I do get the links there. Yeah. And like that he's like the fear of the unknown that your people are so ignorant yeah, they like can't it, understand things we
1: are in an age where we have to know everything like yeah even simple questions like simple stupid questions that you would have like a three-hour conversation on before google you now know the answer to within 20 seconds yeah. of that search do you know what i mean like Whereas yeah. because he is a, like he is made up, people know that he's made up, but because it is so interesting, you almost want there to be a backstory. You almost want it to be like a fifteenth century monster, like
0: yeah, true. That it's
1: all for entertainment, isn't it? Okay,
0: so let's stop stop talking about theory and talk about real life problems. So we're going to talk about the Rukesha stabbing, which. I don't actually, I don't remember it happening. Do you not? But I remember like knowing about it, like, oh yeah, people thought that the Slender Man was real and this thing happened.
1: There's a really good documentary on it on Sky One. Or so like remember, now like, TV.
0: 2014, like, we were going to uni, like,
1: I don't yeah, know, I still remember, remember hearing about it. Yeah, I remember about it. Yeah, anyway.
0: So let's talk about it. So on May 31st, 2014, two 12 year old girls, Anissa Weir, And Morgan Gazer, sorry if I get people's names wrong as well, but held down and stabbed their twelve year old best friend Peyton Lautner nineteen times in Wikisha, Wisconsin. According to reports, Weir and Gazer had discovered Slender Man on the creepypasta wiki and had been at a sleepover the night before the stabbing. When questioned later by authorities, they reported reportedly claimed that they had wished to commit a murder as a first step to becoming proxies for the Slender Man, having read about it online. They also stated that they were afraid that Slender Man would kill their families if they did not commit the murder. After the perpetrators left the scene, the victim crawled out of the woods to a roadway. passing cyclists alerted authorities and the victim survived the attack. Both attackers have been diagnosed with mental illnesses and have also been charged as adults and they're each facing up to 65 years in prison. One of the girls reportedly said that Slenderman watches her, can read minds, and can teleport. Experts testified in court that she also says she conversed with Lord Voldemort and one of the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. Haven't we all? Can relate. On August the 1st, 2014, she was found incompetent to stand trial and her prosecution was suspended until her condition approved. Improved, sorry. On November 12, 2014, a doctor judged that her condition had improved enough for her to stand trial. And on December 19, 2014, the judge ruled that both girls were competent to stand trial. In August 2015, the presiding judge ruled that the girls would be tried as adults. They were se- tried separately. On August 21, 2017, Gazer, now 15, pleaded guilty to being a party to attempted second-degree homicide, but claimed that she was not responsible for her actions on grounds of insanity. Although prosecutors alleged that she knew what she was doing was wrong, the jury determined that she was mentally ill during the attack. She will spend at least three years in a mental hospital. So, I mean, she's probably out right now.
1: Yeah, I think one of them is still in prison or like a, a mental hospital and oh, no. one did get
0: out. No, no, they haven't. Right, let, let me carry on. Um, on December 21st, Keisha County Circuit Judge Michael Bowen sentenced Weir, the other girl, then 16 years old, to be hospitalised for 25 years from the date of the crime, which would keep her institutionalised until the age of 37. In a statement to the media on June 4th, 2014, Eric Knudsen said, the creator of Slenderman said, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act. He stated that he would be giving, would not be giving interviews on the matter any further. On September twenty fifth, 2017, it was reported that Morgan Gazer, then 15, had agreed to plead guilty to attempted first-degree homicide in an arrangement that would allow her to avoid jail time. In the terms of the arrangement, Giza would remain at the mental hospital where she had been staying for the past two years for at least a further three years. On february the first, twenty eighteen, the Associated Press reported that Giza had been sentenced to forty years in Wisconsin mental hospital, the maximum sentence allowed. So they're both in like mental hospitals. Yeah. And they will be for another like
1: twenty years, something like that. Yeah. It is good though this um documentary. You should go watch it. Where is it on? I think it's on like now TV. Well, it was on now TV. You can probably get it on other places now, like YouTube or something, because it's it is quite old.
0: Can you imagine your friends taking you to the park to the woods and then stabbing you nineteen times? I know, and then you crawl
1: all the way out and survive. Yeah, being stabbed nineteen times—that's like that's a will to live if I've ever seen one. Yeah. So the stabbing in Wakisha spawned a nationwide moral panic over Slenderman across the United States. Parents across the nation became worried about the potential dangers about the stories, potential dangers that the stories about Slenderman might pose to their children's safety. Russell Jack, the police chief of Wakisha, warned that the Slenderman stabbing should be a wake-up call for all parents and that the internet is full of dark and wicked things, a warning which numerous media outlets publicised. After hearing the story, an unidentified woman from Cincinnati, Ohio told WLWT-TV reporter that in June 2014, that her 13-year-old daughter had attacked her with a knife and had written macabre fiction, some involving the Slender Man, who the mother said motivated the attack. On September 4th, 2014, a 14-year-old girl in Port Ritchie, Florida, alleged allegedly set her family's house on fire while her mother and 9-year-old brother were inside. Police reported that the teenager had been reading online stories about the Slender Man, as well as Atushi Okubo's manga Soul Eater. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> like. It's a comic, isn't it? Manga is like, yeah,
0: comic books. Soul Eater. I I can only imagine what kind of comic book that is. Yeah.
1: Um, Eddie Daniels of the Pasco County Sheriff's Office said the girl had visited the the website that contains a lot of Slenderman information and stories and it would be safe to say that there is a connection to that.
0: The Rikisha stabbing and the negative media attention it generated irreversibly altered the Slenderman legend and the online community surrounding it. What had previously just been a creepy horror meme to most people suddenly acquired a new level of reality that most fans of Slenderman found horrifying. Meanwhile, by around the same time, the Slenderman character had lost much of his original popularity. Most of the original blogs that had once been devoted to Slenderman either shut down completely or became less popular. Slenderman's presence in mainstream popular culture also contributed to a decline in how frightening he seemed to be to many people. Late 2010 also saw an increase in benevolent portrayals of Slenderman, with many depictions of him from this period portraying him as an anti-hero who protects victimised children from bullies, although often by violent means. In some portrayals of Slenderman from late 2010, he has a daughter named Skinny Sally, who is portrayed as a young girl covered in cuts and bruises. Slender Man sometimes is portrayed carrying Skinny Sally on his shoulders protectively. Lynn McNeil, Assistant Professor of Folklore at Utah State University, observes that the increase in benevolent portrayals of Slender Man seems to have have begun shortly after the stabbings in Waukesha, and states that this trend towards a benevolent Slender Man may be a reaction by fans of the character to the violence of the stabbing. Can we just stop? Imagine being the Professor of Folklore.
1: That sounds like the best job.
0: Isn't it crazy in America you can basically study wherever you want?
1: You can get a degree in Harry Potter.
0: That's so crazy to me. Despite the decline in popular interest in Slender Man, commercial adaptations of the character continue. In 2015, the film adaptation of Marble Hornets titled Always Watching, A Marble Hornet Story, was released on VOD, where the character was portrayed by Doug Jones. In 2016, Sony Pictures subsidiary Screen Gems partnered with Mythology Entertainment to bring a Slenderman film into theaters, with the title character portrayed by Javier Botet. The film generated considerable controversy soon after it was announced, with many, accus- with many accusing the filmmakers of trying to capitalize off the Rakusha stabbing. Bill Weir, the father of Vanessa Weir, stated that. It's absurd they want to make a movie like this. All we're doing is extending the pain that all three of these families have gone through. The progressive advocacy group Care2 created an online petition which received over 19,000 signatures demanding that the film not be released, labelling the film crass commercialism at its worst and a naked cash grab built on the exploitation of a deeply traumatic event and the people who lived it. Sony representatives insisted that the film was based on the fictional character that had become popular online and not anything to do with the Rikisha stabbing.
1: Several scholars have argued that despite the fictional work with an identifiable origin point, The Slender Man represents the form of digital folklore. Shira Chess argues that The Slender Man exemplifies the similarities between traditional folklore and the open source ethos of the internet and that unlike the traditional monsters, such as vampires and werewolves, the fact that the Slenderman's mythos can be tracked and signposted offers a powerful insight into how myths and folklore form. Chess identifies three aspects of the Slenderman mythos that tied it to folklore. Collectivity, meaning that it is created by a collective rather than a single individual, Variability, meaning that the story changes depending on the teller, and performance, meaning that the storyteller's narrative changes to reflect the responses of his or her audience. I mean, if you think about it, vampires and werewolves and stuff—this all, this is how that all started.
0: I know people still believe like it, vampires and werewolves.
1: Yeah, but it's because they didn't have the internet at that time to debunk it. Do you know no, what I'm mean? saying, like if,
0: no, but I mean, like, people are going to believe that Slender Man... like, there are going to be people that believe Slender Man's real. Fairness. Yeah, they're
1: always, yeah, they're always going to believe what's not reality.
0: But I agree that he's like folklore, like
1: around the yeah. campfire,
0: like the stories always. It's like new age, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you even got like the Girl Scout murders. Yeah. People say that has got that that sort of like a mythical, like legend, like creature because. There was no footprints or whatever, and it had been raining.
0: What in the woods? Yeah,
1: yeah, on the in the campsite.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but it is—it's when you haven't got evidence to say otherwise. This is where folklore and stories and stuff come in because people want an explanation for everything. Mm. Like those girls who did that stabbing. Yeah, it was awful, and they're both mentally ill, but they had to have a uh, something to blame. So they chose Slender Man. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like when um, people say that uh, the devil speaks to them, do you know what I mean, like, and tells them to do awful things. Yeah, it's, I mean, no it's even like,
0: that. do you know it makes, Those two girls make me think of um, the boys that killed Jamie Bulger. And you know how, like, the media, like, yeah. tried to blame violent video games for it. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, no, they just did something really horrendous. You can't take the blame away from them just because they're children.
1: Yeah. V- video games like there's and doing, movies there's and doing, there's like, do not like, make like, people into killers.
0: There's like hitting your brother and then there's like stabbing a girl in the woods 19 times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't really care how old you are. You still have to be held accountable for that. But yeah. That's my opinion. Um, cool. So that is that. That is Slenderman. Don't bother watching the film. Because it it's
1: no, shit. It's shit. Definitely go watch that um documentary though, because it is really good. It's about the myself. Um yeah, last time I saw it was on Now TV. It's probably on YouTube. I'll try and find a link and put it in the description if I can.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah. So we are on our last episode next week, which I'm very sad about because I actually really enjoy doing all this oh. cr- creepy stuff. Um, and it, yeah. I feel like next week's episode is going mean, to be the most more, creepy is it? definitely
0: Um, what is it? UK's most haunted place
1: yes it oh, is indeed exciting. and I love a good haunted place
0: okay well that's that then so I guess all that's left to say is that if you don't already follow us on Instagram like we said at the beginning make sure you do it's everything with the girls pod make sure you and if you're not wild why, Apple. why? Yeah, if you're not, why? Because Lydia mostly, not me, posts really good stuff.
1: I mean, I mainly just post what the co- upcoming episode's going to be. <laughs> I need to get more on it. It's just that this is like a hobby still, so I still have a full time job, and that takes a lot of time. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um.
0: Yes, like I was saying, if you would like to review us on Apple Podcasts, that would be very much appreciated. Um. Yeah. And we try and upload every Saturday So if you want to catch up And listen to the ones that you've already missed You're welcome to do that on Spotify or Apple um, Let us know what that. else
1: you want to hear about
0: Yeah Because we I haven't mean, got a theme
1: for the next month I next was just about yet. to say We
0: don't actually have a next theme So um, let us know What you want Yeah Okay Okay
1: Bye Bye